also told me you're a big fan of Good Morning Football, right? I am. Yes. Big fan of Good Morning. Do you have a favorite segment? I'd have to say GMZ. <laughs> you're the one. once again to talk more Vikings football. How you doing tonight, Drew? Singing songs to the night changing today. I'm doing good. <laughs> Drinking not as drunk as you guys. Water. Not as drunk as you guys. I'm not drunk. Not drunk. Oh, Jesus. You guys just had a few. Drunk. I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Good to see you guys again. How you doing, Ted? Uh, you know, the, the the line, if I was any better, I'd be against the law, is going to be my pat answer for the rest of the season now. I've just decided. All right. Good. Just decided. Right now. Well, I, that's a good answer. That's a good answer. Light this candle. Whatever. How'd it go? Let's light this candle. Absolutely. Who said that? Christopher Gates. Wrong. No, that would be... Uh, he might have said it sometime. Alan Shepard. Bingo. You Alan Shepard on the, on the first Gemini launch. No, no. On the first. second, John John Glenn was a, Jeez. It was Nerd on Mercury. Mercury. It was it Mercury. Was Mercury. Mercury. Nerd alert. We just question whether we can proceed. All right, I'm cooler than you are. Why don't you fix your little problems and light this candle? He's right. Let's light this candle. He surely is. Light the candle. Yes. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and Alan Shepard was a badass. He really was. Anyway. A bigger badass than Austin Cutting. Oh yes. Speaking of Austin Cutting, the oh, Grand Poobah, the Grand Poobah himself, Mr. Christopher Gates, put out an article today concerning it looks like the deferment to play professional sports is being made official where now an athlete coming out that goes into pro sports can defer his active duty commitment till after he plays his sport. So that means Austin Cutting is in the game to compete to become your Vikings long snapper for 2019. Going to suck a year from now when McDermott's the long snapper and Cutting got set to freaking Afghanistan. <laughs> Afghanistan. <laughs> Iran, who knows? <laughs> they need contracting officers all over the world. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> but that's good news for the folks like me that are rooting for the young man. I hope he does well. Now, speaking he, of doing well. Hey, well, well. First of all, he's lieutenant. He's going to screw up everything he touches. <laughs> he, he, they're going to they're gonna tell him to punt on the long like long snap for a field goal, he's gonna he's gonna snap it over the holder's head. He's gonna hit. It's gonna be terrible. He's a second lieutenant. The nah, second. Nah. I don't That's know the military football. rankings. The second lieutenant kind of screws up a lot. I guess I'm guessing. Oh, most yeah. ranking officer, generally the most inexperienced officer in the book. Uh, yeah. Generally, um, sometimes enlisted folks go to officer training school and become an officer. They whatever, but That's rare. yeah, but generally. Uh, 
generally the second lieutenant is the most uh, inexperienced officer in the unit. Yes. Okay. Right. And the only difference between a second lieutenant and a private? Paycheck. Or an airman? Well, besides paycheck, is that the second lieutenant thinks he knows everything. Mm. Whereas the E1 knows you, better. You, you ever hung around the E2 mafia? Or how about the E3 mafia? <laughs> Anyways, yeah. Yes. No, I'm thinking well, somewhere well. down the line, Spielman knew Mr. Cutting, his father. I think there's some kind of weird stuff going on. I mean, there's a lot of guys left in the seventh round. A lot. Yeah, I... That hey, looks we'll like a favor. That like a favor to me. $400,000 if he makes a team. <laughs> yeah. Hey, but speaking of making the team and saving the team money, Kyle Rudolph signed an extension which lowered his 2019 salary tremendously, giving the Vikings enough room to sign their full 53 plus the practice squad and have a few million dollars extra in case there's a repeat of 2016 where half the team goes lame due to injuries. Four-year deal? It was a four-year deal, but it realistically... You know, Irv Smith is going to be the starter by 2020, isn't he? I mean... Well, maybe. But yeah. realistically, it's a two-year deal. You know, before Vikings can get out with it out of it without any significant dead money spent. I'm Which, glad he stayed. We need him to mentor the kid. We do. We do. And the fact that hands-wise, he's golden. He doesn't drop footballs. He's, you know, if he gets open in the end zone, Cousins, he's a security blanket. He doesn't drop the ball. Well, it sure opens up a lot more for scheme-wise, doesn't it, Ted Glover? I mean, we can do a lot more things with – with two tight ends on the field now, I mean, two that know what they're doing. The Vikings are going to a lot of the Vikings are going to run a lot of twelve personnel packages, uh, which means like two tight ends. And I, yeah, I, I, I'm going to argue they almost have to because Irv Smith is going to become your de facto WR three. I know everybody's just wanting to rub oil all over their body and go have some private time over Chad Beebe and his gang of. <laughs> rub wide receivers, but they've not done anything. I just come on, man. Irv, yeah, Chet. but but neither is Irv Smith. So I, I mean, I don't know why I'm I'm touting him. But other than the fact he was a second round pick and like the second rank, <clears throat> you're, you're the draft expert, wasn't he? Like the second rank tight end coming out of coming out of the draft. It was, or, Hawkins, was Hawkinson it? and him and uh, the other guy from Iowa, Fant. Fant. So Fant, those were like the top three. But towards the end of the last month leading up to April, Smith was getting a lot more. His stock era was going up and Fant was going a little the wrong way. But all three of those guys were the top three. Yeah. I, I Yeah, okay, fine. Rudolph's back. I mean the dude's the dude's what, thirty now? He will be I, he's got enough money. He's got I think it is. He get a full sleeve tad on his right arm. To match the one on his left. Good for him. That's great. Yeah, sure. Let's go. Let's play football. <laughs> oh, and he does mean a lot to the local community and does so much good charity work with the, you know, the kids I, in the hospital and stuff, which does. is fantastic. That is. It, it is. And that's great. And, okay, Walter Payton, Man of the Year nominee and all that. But I, I don't know. I just 
I just, I'm still, I'm still butthurt, quite honestly. If I can, if I can use that word on this program, I just don't like the, I don't like what the Vikings did this offseason. I, I thought they should have moved on from Rudolph. I thought they should have moved on from Griffin. I thought they would have freed up a whole lot of more, uh, a whole lot more cap space to, to maybe get a, a different type of player in free agency. They were very minimally active in free agency, and then. I like the draft. I liked uh, until until Spielman traded for like twenty two seventh round picks, right. and got a got a long snapper. Should they move on be, from Barr? Who, who's gonna Who's gonna be in a, Who's gonna be Who's gonna be in Kandahar this time next year, <laughs> fighting contracts for the Afghani locals? Does Molly um, Crew write songs about Chad Baby? <laughs> I mean, and and you know. The one thing I like about minicamp is that it, it, there's football activities going on. But the one thing I really hate, I mean, it's 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 guys in shorts and a helmet playing catch, and, right. and everything is magnified twenty times. And Chad Beebe's going to be this awesome dude now. And let's just get to training camp. Let's just see what happens. What, uh, well, what, that, and then when when it comes to you know, OTAs, they're in shorts, right? And the linemen haven't started hitting, so we don't have any idea how that's going to be no clue. and even once they get in pads we're not going to learn much until we start playing preseason games and then we know it takes a while for them to get up to speed no clue whatsoever none no idea yeah, what anybody's yeah. going to do when you're going into camp you have the vikings already have about 46 or 47 roster spots already jotted they're already filled in yeah camp and preseason is like for the last six spots that's all it really is they're fighting mm -hmm. for the the last six spots. And so everything else, that's basically what it comes down to. But uh, are there any, positionally speaking, do you guys see any area of this team from a position standpoint, I guess, that is really thin that you guys, that worries you more than other positions? I mean, believe, believe it or not for me, uh, secondary, because it just got so razor thin last year. Okay. I mean, you, you, you figure Holton Hill suspended what four games, right? Right. Uh, for PEDs, yeah, yeah, Xavier Rhodes, Trey Waynes, uh, Mike Hughes not going to participate till training camp, which I kind of I kind of called that all along. Everybody thought right. I was stupid, everybody that's thought, an I, if. yeah, everybody thought I was the moron, but uh, how do you like me now? You know what? That's <laughs> I, I, I bet you that even gets pushed back to the regular season. I bet you're right. I bet you, <clears throat> I, I would not be surprised at all if Hughes he's is not playing clock. in the preseason, no, yeah, but it, if even if he plays, you know, that injury takes a while to get, oh, over. yeah, even with yeah. The, even with Adrian Peterson's remarkable. Recovery. It still took him a while before he returned back to being Adrian Peterson. So you got Rhodes, who was kind of dinged up off and on most of the year. Uh, Trey Waynes, I thought, had a pretty solid year. Uh, Mackenzie Alexander had a pretty good season. In well, the especially slot. the second half, he was awesome. Hill's going to be suspended. Hughes but the is, depth is where you're talking. You're talking about the depth. Yeah. I mean, starters yeah. all look good, but we started diving into the depth. Yeah. Uh, Who's well, the you different got, you got, they drafted in the in the sixth or seventh round? Like like yeah, I'm a, yeah, I wanna, like in contrast to me, the interior of the defensive line is pretty fat, even in the depth. You got mm -hmm. a lot of guys, yeah. a lot of a lot of not only a lot of bodies, a lot of good players. They got a lot of even, really good, players. but they even on the offensive the line now. Yeah, even on the offensive line now, I, I think I, I got to say I think the Vikings did a fairly good job between uh, what they did in free agency in getting Josh Klein and then the draft with. Drew Samia and and um, Garrett Bradbury. 
I, th- I think they really short up the, the interior offensive line. Plus, you got a guy like Aviant Collins who's coming back, who, right. was, who went on IR, I believe, in training camp last year. Right. I don't even think he saw action in a preseason uh, I think game. it was training camp. Um, uh, who else? And then it's it's you, you, gotta you got figure Rashad it, Hill. And- right, Rashad Hill's coming back. You got to figure it's put up or shut up for Danny Isadora this year. So I, I think mm-hmm. there's, there's talent and depth at the offensive line position. There's talent and depth at the defensive line. So in the trenches, in trenches, they got depth. Yeah, I mean, you you said there's, and I agree with you, Drew. When you said there's four or five spots open, what are those four or five spots? RB three, maybe. Yeah. Wide receiver three, four, five. Uh, Well, we know. Okay, that's going to be it's going to be a combination of Treadwell, BB, and and one of the other not ready for primetime players for wide receiver. So I, I would argue this. Uh, I'd argue that Treadwell may not even make the team. Well, they're keeping what five receivers, wide receivers? Don't they I, usually generally, do? yeah. I don't think they've kept six for a few years now. Well, it so depends they the, if that six is a returner or not. Well, you know, Chad Beebe. Apparently, he's a jack of all trades. Right. <laughs> What'd you call him? Hot jack of all trades. Up guy or something? Buttered up, oily <laughs> up guy or something? Oh, people um, yeah. Wanna- Wide out, uh, there's probably a tight end. I mean, I mean you gotta you gotta scrub that down to what three? We're gonna have three. Well, well they may take that, four. That's gonna, well, that's gonna be that's gonna be what Rudolph, Smith, Morgan, Morgan and Conklin. Probably. Conklin. I bet they keep well, four and, four. and last year we had like six running backs, and all of us were saying, Why do we have so many running backs? That was odd back? last year. Wasn't it though? We had yes. we had Rock Thomas and Boone and Ham and Cook. And, all right, well, but if this year's gonna be Cook, Boone, or Cook Matt. Abdullah and maybe Abdullah Oblongata. Amir Abdullah Oblongata. Abdullah Oblongata, Obladi Oblada, he's staying. (laughs) He's going to be the kick returner. He's actually keeping his job because he's a kick returner and he's got experience catching the football. Abdullah's making the team. Yeah. And then CJ Ham. So, okay, so wide receivers. So we got got Thielen and Diggs. Those guys are a given, right? Right. Um, That's one and two. Okay, so then we got five. Then listen to this future list of Hall of Famers. (laughs) Jeff Bidet, Chad Beebe, Davion Davis, Alexander Hollinson, Alexander Hollins, I'm sorry, uh, Oblabisi, Olabas Johnson, Dylan Mitchell, Jordan Taylor, Laquan Treadwell, and Brandon Zilstra. And and if you go go in the Vikings sphere anywhere, you you will get stories that the following guys are going to go to the Hall of Fame at at some point. uh, Johnson, Mitchell, Taylor, and Zilstra. Those guys are loved by Vikings Twitter, and I, I'm sorry, I can't prove it. I mean, especially BB- Zil- Zilstra, Zastra. He gets treated like he's like he's like uh, one of the Rolling Stones or something, dude. Like- BB and Zilstra were on the roster last year and didn't do beans, man. They didn't do beans. It wasn't cool beans for sure. And then Jeff, Treadwell, you know, just just go away. Well, Jeff, they love like Floater is at QB. Jeff Bedet has been spot. at camp since Culpepper was here. <laughs> How many years is that guy going to be at camp? I can't see that name for the last twenty years. Um, oh yeah, they're going to keep five. They got two. Him, him and Dwayne there. Bates were, were, were in Mankato. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit, Chad May. Oh, um, geez. well, let's talk yeah. quarterbacks. You got cousins, but who's going to be QB two? Uh, 
You know, I'm going to say Sloter. Kyle Sloter. I'm I thinking, well, it's looking to me, what I'm reading, it looks like it's going to be Mannion. Whether Sloter beats Sloter's got to beat him out in the games, in the preseason games. That's fine. Otherwise, it's going to be Mannion. You guys are turning your back on my sleeper, Jake Browning. Jake Browning's going to make the practice. Jake, Jake Browning. Browning's going to be, he's going to be playing in the playoffs for us. Jake Browning, Jake Browning got punked by a mediocre Ohio State defense in the Rose Bowl. Jake Browning, Jake Browning's going to be a backup with the CFL, man. Dude, he was a talk of the town two years ago. Heisman Trophy, and then he fell faster than faster than Todd Marinovich at a rehab center. He, <laughs> fell, he, he fell off the map. He was, he was. Two years ago, he was a top five Heisman candidate and all this shit. Then he just what? went to hell. The only thing Sean Mannion has going for him is he once breathed the same air that that uh, <laughs> McVay did. That, and oh, and so, so the fact that he's got like some five. offensive osmosis. I, I don't Sean know. Sean Mannion, come on, whatever. Cousins and Sloter, that's it. Sean Cassidy, give me Sean Cassidy, baby. But where else is it then? I think we're safety. You could say safety, right? Well, we We've got four right now. Yeah, the four. four. I, I I would bet who's that rookie guy? The the rookie they drafted in the sixth or seventh round. Um Epps. Was it Epps? Uh, Epps is one of the names. I don't remember if he was safety. You've got Yeah, yeah. You got yeah, Smith. Epps. I bet he'll get the first shot. Smith and Harris are both making it, so they're probably they're the be starters. Good. Curse is number three. Who's going to play the big nickel quasi? Yeah, I would bet it's Marcus Epps. He gets the first shot. I'd, I'd make him my odds-on favorite because the Vikings really tend to seem to favor uh, their draft picks over over veterans they bring in for whatever reason. Right. I think I think I love at least for downright. <laughs> what? Can anybody explain that signing to me? X Files. Hey. Dave, can you put the X Files music in right here? I mean, I saw a Sasquatch in my backyard where I saw George I Loka last year. That was a trip. What the hell was he? What what was going on with that guy? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. No idea. Oh, Curse. What about him? Curse. Yeah, he's, what? yeah, he's Curse should be your your safety three. So slash no... Nickelback. You know the big nickel. Quasi. Linebacker, he's your wild card. I just want to know where Cornelius Edison's going to play. Well, he's got to make the team, but he looked good it, last it doesn't year seem before like he got hurt. We only got six spots. It doesn't seem like there's a lot to go around, does there, guys? Pretty limited. Six spots on the line? No, six spots total. I mean, if we we're talking about earlier, the Vikings probably have 47 spots already written in. Well, so. let's talk the offensive line because – Offensive line usually keeps anywhere from eight to ten. Well, so we got okay. So we got Reef, uh, yeah, Elfline, Bradbury. We have, we have fifteen guys at camp. Fifteen total. Fifteen offensive linemen, and they keep yeah. eight to ten. Right. Ten's so high. Ahead, Ted, read them off. Ted knows what we're keeping. Well, you got the starters in in Reef, Elfline, Bradbury, Klein, Klein. and then O'Neill. Right. There's five. You, you're top. Is in, making it. Huh? Samia's making it. There's no right. I, I think Samia makes it as an interior offensive lineman. I think Rashad Hill makes it. There's as seven. Your swing, swing guy. There's seven. Um, as your swing tackle. 
I think your your super sub guy, kind of like the the uh, the Joe the Joe Berger guy, Brett Jones. <sighs> Brett Jones, yeah, that's this. So that's eight. That's eight. Um, Collins. Collins is in there. You got Avante Collins. You got. Uh... Um, what about you, though? That big old 900-pound guy from Elon. <laughs> He's a project. He's he probably going to the practice squad. He's going I, to the I mean, practice squad, guys. Practice squad. Yeah, practice. I don't know. I Yeah. I, so we ended on eight. There's probably two more that's probably going to go. We got Avante Collins. We have um, – It'll be the most experienced out of those guys. That's who always, you know, besides – Right. Ted, they, like draft, they like draft picks, but that kid from Elon is not ready to play at all. No. So, no. So it'll probably I mean, be guys that three or four years in already. I mean, I can't think of any more offensive linemen off the top of my head that are. The only weak spot I see is Stacy Keeley is <laughs> linebacker, but we don't need a whole lot of depth at linebacker for the mere fact that we can move Curse down or we can well we, we can didn't switch the secondary into a a dime package. Anyways, we didn't until you just said that. Now we're going to need a bunch of them. Oh, I'm sure. But well, I think I think Cameron Smith makes the team. Yeah, I, I think team. I think it's I think it's Bar Kendricks, um, Benji, Gideon, uh, Gideon, Gideon, and then one other. Eric Wilson played well last year. Wilson, brothers we'll is good it. on on special teams. I think that's your linebackers right there. That's six, right? I mean, we're good. We've got a top ten squad. Well, then tell Zimmer to get his shit together and quit losing. <laughs> I think he did by hiring Kubiak. <laughs> no, we'll they, they got, they got, they got. Now that we've mentioned them all, they got some depth. Um, they got some quality depth. I mean, everybody has depth, but if you have scrub depth, you have nothing. The only True, scrubs a quarterback. I, I, I think, I think the Vikings have pretty good depth in, in most areas. When you go down this roster. I mean, their defensive line rotation is going to be solid, right? Um, you know, really, really solid. Actually, we, we talked. I think we talked in the last show about Rudolph and and Everson Griffin, um, and I, I was thinking, you know, they wouldn't bring Everson Griffin back because Stephen Weatherly, I thought, really played well in Griffin's absence last year. Mm-hmm. Um, but they brought Griffin back, which I'm fine with, all things considered. And, and so they have a, a huge amount of depth there too. I mean. The, the only thing as far as depth goes is defensive secondary and, and wide receiver, pass Thielen and Diggs. There's a lot of question marks. Yeah, and that's that's an area that could really hurt us because, as we all know, the wideouts, the wideouts in any team in this modern day of football, we can't just you know it's, can't just run it in the middle anymore and get first downs. If they lose either one, it's not just losing both of them. You lose one of them, everybody's going to roll coverage to the guy that's not missing. You have Diggs out there by himself. With Treadwell, that's not going to scare anybody. So right, yeah, but hopefully so that's where Herb Smith comes into play. And Rudolph, that twelve formation yeah, puts both of those guys out there. I'm just Miss saying we have no linebackers. We, you know, we're not we don't have any quality depth at wide out. I mean, it's you're not losing no. a guy. You're not losing a guy to a nagging injury and then bringing in a guy that has seven seasons under his belt. You're bringing in Chad BB. BB you know, yeah, and it's, Brandon Zilstra, which kind of. Kind of surprising why the Vikings didn't look to uh, bring back Aldrick Robinson. I mean, the, the guy. Yeah, just, that's kind of. Well, he's still a free agent from 
We probably really? remember correctly. Yeah, if he's still he's available, we're probably going to end up bringing him back. So yeah, I don't know. I you know yeah. you know who's still available free agent wise? That Eric George Barry, Eric Berry guy from the Chiefs. I thought he wasn't he hurt though. He was, but not now. So I don't. You no, know, he had the cancer thing, and he came back from that. He's a great player. I was kind of, I was shocked to see him on the free agent list. I, was, I thought all the good ones were gone by now, but we don't have any money anyway. We got thirty bucks in the bank. Can't find anybody. basically. <laughs> <laughs> so we're yeah, yeah we're, we're looking pretty all good. All right, with that in mind, you guys wanted to do predictions. Go ahead. <laughs> I mean, I don't have what, what? What? What are we predicting? Wins and losses, touchdowns. Oh, we can predict anything. Treadwell, does he make the squad? Yes. Yes, for salary cap reasons only. No, and he saves some money, even though there's dead money. I, I should be writing these down. You should be um, writing these down, as they say on Score North. Score North. Write that down. Dude, you need more beer. Um, I do, many, but I is Treadwell going to get a touchdown? Is Treadwell going to get a touchdown catch this year? No. <laughs> yes. No. Yes. 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 He will. I'm going to change my yes. He will, and he'll get it early, and then we'll get we'll get the avalanche of stories that oh Treadwell's figured it out, and Treadwell's the number three. This and you know, there, there is a there is a regular there's a prop for it in my sports book. Right now for Laquan Treadwell. <laughs> Is 2. it really? 2.5 over under. One dollar $1 gets you 20 bucks. Really? Yeah. Yeah, over hey, under. Hey, talk to your bookie. Yeah, I'll lay down a buck on that. But 2.5. 2.5. So it's either going to, they pick point, they pick it, you know, 2.5. So you can either go over or under. It's not going to be a tie. So um, how about I, overall wins for the team? I say 12. 12 and 4, Dave says. Go ahead, Drew. I got to think about this for a minute. I know, I kind of know where your mind's going to be at on this, Ted. So I'm going to go right in the middle. I'm saying 10 6. I see us. I was kind of toying with 11 5, but that, that'll be a crucial win that we need at the end of the year. And of course, we'll blow it. So I'm going back to 10 6. But 10 6 will tie us for the division lead with the Bears, but we sweep the Bears to take the division on the tiebreaker. Ooh. So I'm taking 10. And we 10 don't go 0 and 6 against the division like that idiot on NFL Network. Adam Rank? Yeah. I have yeah. no idea what drugs he was taking. He's on. That he's day. a crank. Don't listen to that. I'm, I'm going to go 8, 5, and 3. <laughs> <laughs> no. No. And I'm kidding. set a new record I'm, for I'm ties. Kidding. I'm kidding. Um, funny, dude. I, I just, man, I usually got a pretty good feel for. You you want to see eight and eight to say it? I know what you're thinking, but now you're leaning more towards nine seven, aren't you? <laughs> I totally am. Yeah. Yeah, you are because we just went through that depth. We went through that uh, O line. See, and here's the thing: by after going through that roster, you're like, this roster is stacked. Sure. This is a this is a twelve or thirteen win team. Right. That's what that's what so everybody was thought last year. And now right. it's like since we had the eight, seven, and one, people are going, we can't do it. So I'm gonna go ten and six. Ten and six. Oh, you know what? The last time we did this. This wasn't the important ones. I gotta write these down. 
because these are ones I'm going to carry into the season. We're going to call us all on it. Well, you write that down. And, and look, I and I hope by, and by saying ten and six, I hope I'm way off. And the Vikings, honestly, I'm a fan. I, I know I, people are. I, I said this last show. People listen to me go. This guy is the biggest pessimist. I, I hate this dude. <laughs> I, I hope the Vikings go sixteen zero. I want them to go sixteen zero. But last year, the way the last last season ended just has me on. Why do you why do you say why do you say pessimism though? Because I look at what because you say it is, is, it is no pessimism. no 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 no. Listen, it's realism. <laughs> the, the last thing I, I can't stand listening to the people going, we're gonna go 16 and 0 and win every game by 50. That's the thing I can't stand when the pom-pom shakers. I mean, at some point you gotta look at it realistically. How and, old are you, Drew? Wow, oh, geez, how old am I? 54. Right. We got but 52, it's not, it, 54, and 55. And how many times have we gone, been that successful? We've gone 15 and one, what, one we, year? Just just one, man. Just one before I die. That's all I want. But exactly. when, you, when, you, when you mention things and call yourself pessimistic, when the things you're mentioning make sense, though. So how can it be pessimism if it's making sense? That's what well, it's not. Pe- yeah, that's a fair point, I guess. All you right. know, it's, I mean, it. Yeah, but it's that yeah. time of year when fans want to be optimistic and everybody's zero right. and zero and they have hope. And even, you know, the Buccaneers or the Raiders can win, you know, have potential. No, they yeah, no, go, they don't. They have no, no, they don't. You go, you as, go long back, as, Jam- as long as Jameis Winston is your quarterback, you have no hope. You go back and look at our posts in the group in February, and you want to see pessimism, that's when you're gonna see it. <laughs> Every one of us was writing F this and screw this guy. This guy sucks and fire this guy because that's what – as the season gets closer, we all get more optimistic about it. But I don't True. think there's anything yeah. about being pessimistic about the – especially with the Vikings. I mean – Well, I think uh, that's why we all like fall as our favorite season. So Dave we're like so 12 and 4. 12 and 4 and we each got 10 and 6. Okay. So, But I, I will say I think the rest of the division – doesn't look nearly as good as they did at the end of last year. I think I think the Bears are are kind of in a bit of transition with Vic Fangio leaving and going to head, be the head coach of Denver. Right. Um, I, I still I don't I don't care what anybody says. Mitchell Trubisky is is Christian Ponder two point um, I, I think the Packers are going to be bad, like six and ten, seven and nine, bad, and the Lions. I say this every year about the Lions. <laughs> they're either going to be they're going to they're either going to be ten and six or they're going to be six and ten. Matt Patricia, they're going to be six a, and ten. Come on, Matt, Ted. Matt Come Patricia on. gives me about as much confidence as a French infantry division. You know, <laughs> they're a full frontal assault. They're going to get massacred. We've massacred. Felt, we've felt the same way about the Lions since Wayne Fonts was there, bro. <laughs> they're going to suck again. Wayne Fonts. They're all they're gonna suck again. I'm not worried about anybody in that in that division. The Lions have only been good for one year out of every decade. I think they're gonna tail off, but I also think the Rams are gonna tail off. Yeah, I don't see I don't see I see them. I see the Saints is making one last run with Breeze. I think the Saints are gonna be really good. I think I think uh, Breeze is is he's due for like a a bad kind of come down, kind of like Rodgers did last year. He never does, it's, though, does he? He doesn't well, have like those. He, he doesn't. No, he, he really doesn't. He never has Well, what about those. like uh, Manning, where, you know, that last season they're holding him up. And yeah, he Breeze obviously the, he hasn't appear got to be like that, though. Breeze is still like, he's got some mobility. Manning looked like, I mean, he looked bad. He looked like Perry Como his last year. <laughs> he couldn't even walk. He couldn't walk very well. So, 
And I think we're still going to be uh, a force to be reckoned with in the NFC, I do believe. I I can get on board with that. Over under Kirk Cousins, 4,500 yards. Under. Uh, hopefully under, and I don't say that as a dig on Cousins. I hope yeah, so, should. under two, due to the fact that we're running the ball more and being more productive. Exactly, yeah. Good job, if, Sackles. If, if, the, if the running game is better like we think it will be, Kirk Cousins won't have to throw for 4,500 yards. Yeah, it's almost like the more yards he's thrown for, the worse off situationally will be. But You called me Sackles. Where does that come from for all our new viewers? <laughs> when you said we were talking uh, sacks and tackles last year, and you just put them both together and said Sackles. So everybody in the group thought that's pretty ingenious. So you remember I don't what think game you meant that it, was? I was that drunk, but do you remember what game that was? I do. You were well, pretty hammered. I'm surprised you hammering. remember anything. You're drunk every game. How the hell am I supposed to remember which game it was? It was San Francisco. The Sackles game? Yes. That was week one? Yeah. Wow. I remember you screaming after one game where your, like, beard fell off and you had to tape it back on. It was yeah. something. <laughs> no, it was towards the end of the year. You went on this 15-minute rant. You were angry about something. I can't remember what game it was. It, might... it was something later in the year. But, yeah, Sackles. Um... Does it? Yeah, let's talk Sackles for a second. How about that? Who's the Sackles leader on the Vikings this year? Daniel Hunter. I uh, without a doubt, Daniel Hunter. How many? Which guys? I'm writing it down. I'll go twenty. Come on, Dave. Jesus. What? He had what? Fourteen and a half or fifteen last? I'm going year. twenty. Twenty sacks. That's okay, my guess. I'm gonna go. 13 and a half because I think Everson Griffin is going to bring some I, I think Griffin's going to have a bounce back here I think Griffin has double digits He's. I think he has like 10 or 11 sacks this year well, see that's where I disagree I think I see Griffin moving into the mentor role and we're seeing more of Weatherly I'm going to go right Ooh. in between both I'm saying 15 for Drew so we got 20 for Dave because Dave's on the happy juice yeah. how many points we score week one Dave 72. Oh, not even close. I'll be happy with 24. Who's our opponent week one? Oh, uh, Falcons. Uh, Tree Fitty. Tree Fitty. In Minnesota. Bob I'm going to go Falcons defense. Falcons defense is terrible. <clears throat> um. I'm going to say 27 points. If Vikings are going to score 27 points in week one. We're already we're already picking points for week one. That's so pathetic. It is. <laughs> you know, and, and, and who knows? With our luck, Cousins will have, like, his knee destroyed, and, and it'll be like, like the Sean Mannion and Kyle Slaughter show. <laughs> how, many field, how, how many How many? Uh, – You didn't give us the points on that first game. Oh, well, we're going to score 30. Oh, okay. We're yeah. gonna You're on the happy juice for that one. We're Yeah, I, I think we're going to average 30 points. Of, uh, I think we're up in our points by touchdown this year. I, think, I really Ooh. think we are. I really think we if are. We think, will. We will be sure. a top 10 offense easy, if not top yeah, five. We're at what? We're at 23, 24 at the yeah. end of the year last year. So, like that. Uh, Dave, I'll put you down for 63. I said 24. Oh, did you? Okay, 24. 
And I'll put you down for Greedy Williams. (laughs) 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 Greedy's got to go here. Greedy, Greedy, Greedy has to go here. Uh, There's not much more to predict. I don't know. Harrison Smith, pick sixes. I mean, I don't know. I don't know what to predict. Oh, Cook. Cook get a thousand? Yes. Yes. If he's healthy, yes. Over under a thousand. Okay, I'll put you down for over. I'm over. I'm over. I'm over. Tuck, Cook rushing touchdowns. Go ahead, Dave. Mm. 43. I'll go seven. <laughs> 43. I'll go seven, uh, and that may be high. Because I think Madison's uh, going to get most of the load down closer I'm, once they're in the red zone. I'm going – Nine rushing touchdowns for Dalvin okay. Cook. Ted, nine rushing touchdowns. That'd be really sweet if he got if he got a thousand yards and nine touchdowns. That means he's playing all year. So well, that means he's going to be a Pro Bowler. What do you think, Drew? I think he has uh, eleven hundred yards and eight touchdowns. That's what I wrote the other day on my in my book. So I'm just going to stick with the number I had. All right, I, I have a I have a, I have a prediction to throw out, boys. Who has more receiving yards? Adam Thielen or Stephon Diggs? That's a good one. That is a really good one. Who? No number, just who? I'm going to say Thielen has just more. Who, who has more yards? I don't need want to number who has more. I, I, think, I, think, I think Thielen, but I think they're within 100 yards of each other total. I want to say Diggs. This will be the year Diggs passes him. I'm going to say Thielen because Diggs always just seems to get nicked up and really isn't all that effective. Um, who has who? Okay, let let me ask you this one: Who has more receiving yards, Kyle Rudolph or Irv Smith Jr.? Kyle Rudolph. Kyle Rudolph has more. Dave? Kyle Kyle starts out early, but I think it's going to be Irv because Irv's going to get most of his yardage after the catch. Yeah, Irv could easily get Moriarty on two towards catches that, towards the end of the season. <laughs> he, could. he could get the, the the box score could read Irv Smith two catches for eighty three yards, Kyle Rudolph twelve catches for twenty two. <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious. It could easily. No, read. you're right. You're absolutely no, Dave, right. Dave, Dave Dave absolutely has a point on that. So I'm going with Irv Smith by the end of the season. Okay. I, I'm gonna and the say, fact that he's going to be the wide defunct wide wide receiver three. Yeah, I I think Irv Smith will as well until he gets suspended for smoking hippie lettuce. <laughs> oh, yeah, let's hope not. No, no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Football gods. That's Cypress Hill. Irv Smith or Rock more, Thomas. More who than leads, Rudy. Okay, uh, who leads the team in interceptions? Oh, that's, that's a good, good one. You can't really? say Kirk Cousins. <laughs> <laughs> Which defensive player leads the team in interceptions? Well, you know, it's always it's always your first spot is Hitman because he gets a lot of picks. Yeah. He has the most pick sixes in Viking history. If you follow the group, follow wow. that trivia. You know that guy that writes all that trivia in the in the group? You should follow him. You can learn something from him. Um I'm gonna, you know what? I'm going to say Mackenzie Alexander, dude. 
Really? Ooh. Yeah. Good yeah. I, I, wow. I think he's good. He likes to fall back in that short zone. You know the problem with that guy? He's dropped about four picks. He yeah. drops a lot of shit right in his hands. So if he, I think he wow. learns to hold on to those. I think he's going to lead the team in picks. I do. Has he had an interception yet in his career? I, I mean, he's, he's, he's Chris cooked it, hasn't he? <laughs> well, that's why they're defensive backs. Otherwise, they'd be wide receivers. <laughs> um, ooh, no, you know, I don't, don't want to pick him. I forgot about Hughes. I'm going to take Hughes. Yeah. That's well, I'm about to say, it's going to be. Really? Who's, who's going to end up being the starting nickel? Dude, Hughes had a pick six week one. Okay, but he's got one knee right now. No, I'm going to say Hughes. I'm, I'm Scratch that Alexander. I don't want him in there. Yeah, but who's Alexander played great. He was one of the best nickels in the league last year. He gets he gets sacks though. He doesn't get picks. Mackenzie Alexander our, has one career interception. He's our sack master, dude. The guy the guy's good on the blitz. But, I think Hughes. I think Hughes will start week one. I think he'll be back because we're not going to play him at all during camp or preseason. And I think he lights it up with a couple picks week one. I, I'm going to go Dave Stefano with the happy juice. I'm going to go by by week eight. He leads the NFC. Not the league. Wow. 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 That's I'm not even, awesome. I'm not even sure right he's there. getting his starting position back. Is that is and that you're going leading take? the NFC? That is a spicy hot take. Okay, thank you. I like I like that's my spicy hot take. Come on, Hughes, don't let me down. Ragley ass bitch from Southern California. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Speaking right. of spicy uh, hot what, takes, I, that is for Tailgate Masters and Admiral Big Gun, who makes the best spices. Organic, best flavor you can get. Period. And Preach. for grilling on game day, unbelievable. His spices plus bacon and whatever meat you you choose or vegetables, absolutely rocks. Order, order the tears of our rivals. Yes, uh, the tears and, of the and, rivals are my favorite. And and, and, and you will have a religious experience when you have your food come <laughs> off the grill. I'm not even lying. It's the it is the best. Uh, it is the best rub I have ever used. You know what? It makes you sing "Hail to the Victors" every time you. Every time you it, eat it, that it, stuff. Just, it does <laughs> no, not make no, you say no, that. No, 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 it does not make you bad at all. It does not. It so does who? Not. I got Hughes. Who do you guys got for the league of leads and interceptions? Well, I'm gonna. I, I see your spicy take, uh, Drew Bunting, and I raise you, Trey Waynes. Oh that is because always. here's the deal. He's in, a con he's in a contract year, and, yes, and he's kind yes. of a ball hawk at times. He, uh, yeah, I I'm going to say Trey Waynes. And his coverage skills have improved every leads, single season. I say Trey Waynes leads the Minnesota Vikings wow, with, a, with a lucky seven interceptions. That is, that's a spicy well, hot take. Right if there. he makes seven, seven he's going to be an all-pro player. That's tears for your fears, right? And there. we will talk about <laughs> extending him at that point. Now. We'll give that talk up for a future show. I you need to pick somebody. Who are you picking? I may go with Trey Waynes as well. I'm not saying seven, but I may go three. You're getting on the hot take wagon? Yeah, I'll go with Trey Waynes because it's a, it's a contract year. We have to pick a number. You have to three. That three leads the team? We're yeah, trouble. I think so. <laughs> yeah. nah, it's going to be spread around. Everybody's yeah, going to have a couple. You know the, oh, thing okay. about, the thing about Zimmer's defense is, is is he doesn't emphasize turnovers a lot. You know, like like Fangio and the Bears last year emphasized getting the turnover and getting the ball back, and 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 Zimmer is like play three and out, play good defense, and just get the ball back to the offense. And I, 
That's if yeah, he, can't, he pushed. He pushed he it in 2015, turnover. and I want to say in 2017, our turnover numbers were good. It seems like we've been down on turnovers and not getting a lot of them the last couple of years. It bugs me. Yeah. Bad bounces, a lot of that. Well, we were getting like before we'd have Hitman take one back to the house, a pick, or, you know, well, Hunter ran one back in last year. So maybe, yeah. And, and, and Joseph got, wasn't that last year? Joseph got the Joseph touchdown. Did, yeah, in, in Philadelphia. Yeah. Oh, maybe it's just me then. I mean, it just seems like we don't get a, a lot of them, and so we're. There was a classic Robeson one, where he everybody trained up and he ran down the sidelines and was dying a couple of years ago. That I got one Greenway. for you. That I got Greenway. I got Greenway. One Greenway. Yeah, Chad. What about what about uh, over under Anthony Barr sacks at four point five? I'm gonna go. That's it is good. That is good. I'm gonna push. I'm gonna push and say it's four and a half. Really? Okay. Yeah. That'd be a good prop bet that lands exactly on it. Bar <laughs> bar for Ted four point five. Dave, Dave says he's gonna get twenty three. No, Dave goes under because I don't think we're gonna use him in that role, even though that's what he wants. That would piss me off if we don't use him more in a pass rushing role. That's what we need to do. Why are we so against doing that? Why does Zimmer not want to do that? I don't know. He seems really good when he, when they have him rushing the passer. Whenever well, he's agree, going forward, you got to keep him going forward. I agree, but Zim's got plans for him, and he I is know, a why smart player. I don't know why Zimmer doesn't look at it like that. He's not a coverage guy, dude. He's Well, he's fast enough to be a coverage guy. Well, he always one. has been, and he's got the size. The only thing is when he gets out-schemed against <laughs> San Francisco <laughs> and he gets, you know, beat It wasn't back. even Cooper. You know who else burned him in that game? Was that running back? Gurley caught a touchdown against him. Gurley caught a touchdown, and, of course, uh, the tight end. Hey, speaking of which, you talked about the Rams earlier. Uh, not to not to get totally off topic here, but did you see where uh, uh, Drew – I think it was Drew, you mentioned that the Rams you don't think are, are going to be – Really dominant this year. Did you see where Gurley has uh, like a degenerative arthritic condition in his knee? I had seen that a couple months ago, but yeah. have you heard something recently? Is it was like confir confirmed by his uh, uh, trainer, his personal really? trainer, I think. Yeah, that is that. They just gave him a bunch of money. <laughs> well, they drafted well, that's that, the time they drafted when that guy pretty high. They drafted a running back pretty high. The Rams. I think they took a guy in the second or even third round. That uh, Henderson or whatever. His name oh was? yeah, that's right. Did they, they did, didn't they? That kid from Memphis or whatever, and that was kind of everybody started going, "Oh shit!" But I hadn't heard anything. I'd heard something at the end of the season about Gurley's knee, and then I've heard, you know, the Rams saying it's perfectly fine. Then I hear other people say I've heard a mixed bag of what's going on with his knee, but some of it didn't. The what you just said didn't. That doesn't sound good. He's still young. What the hell's wrong with that guy? Yeah, he's. Yeah, he's like what? Been in five years. Gurley, I think, has been in longer than that. I'd have to look. Uh, I don't think. I don't even think well, he's been in there five Lewis. years. Yeah, I don't know. It doesn't matter. Yeah, without him, that's Jeff's taking a step back, don't you think? I mean, yeah, he's a big part of that offense. I got one for you. All right. Can Kirk Cousins chug a twelve-ounce beer? No. <laughs> and and I, I don't say that as a as a derogatory thing towards Kirk Cousins, but I, I don't think he drinks. I mean, he's he's a very straight laced, squeaky clean guy, and and that's his thing. And that's I'm not I'm not gonna you know I people get on Aaron Rodgers and all that stuff. I, 
Guys don't drink a lot. Guys don't drink a lot. I, I don't care. I, I pictured Kirk Cousins laying in his bed in like his silk robe, and he tells his butler to go get him a, a water that costs nine hundred dollars. That's what I. Picture. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I picture Kirk Cousins doing. You know nothing. You know nothing that's going to be even chancy like beer or whiskey or anything. No, I don't think he can chug a beer either. No. Now Jaleel Johnson, he'll chug beer all day. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I think most good. of the defensive line and the offensive line could. I got another one for you. Michigan 35, Ohio State 14, November. Dumbest prediction I've ever heard in my life. You better – no, you can book no. it. Michigan, <laughs> Michigan's a baseball school. Now. I'd wager on that. <laughs> I'll wager on that. Urban Meyer's gone. They lost their mojo, man. I don't know who the new guy is, but he's in a world, world of shit. Ryan Day is going to take Jim Harbaugh's khakis and shove Ryan, them in his ear sideways. Ryan, Ryan Day. There yeah. we go. Yeah. Day yeah. comes tonight pretty quick, Ted. Day's turning tonight, <laughs> yeah. baby. Yeah. yeah. 35, when you're 35 14 with when, Shane when Patterson. When you're with Shane Patterson, <laughs> just listen to yourself. Lord. Speaking Shane of tonight, Patterson. it what? is. Very late on the East Coast. So, Haru, have you got anything left to say? You look like Riff Raff from the Rocky Horror Picture. <laughs> <laughs> I say, meow, meow, vikingo cow, remedente, no pay, Skull Vikings, if the Blues can do it, if the Blues can play Gloria, the Vikings can play Prince. Immigrant Song. What would what yeah. their song be? I, yeah, that's a good question. What would their song be? What would the rally song be? Would it be "Let's Go Crazy"? Oh no! Well, it'd probably it'd probably have to be a Prince. I wouldn't say so. Oh. I, I want some Rage Against the Machine, Bulls on Parade. That's what I want. Uh, it's gonna be Prince or Eminem. <laughs> yeah. I, I anyway. No, no. All right. See you guys. Go everybody. Later, guys. Bro. Peace.